this game is, uh, it doesn't, well, it is a chosen one narrative, and it's it's overall has a surprisingly optimistic tone. It doesn't cheat. Like, things don't fall into place for her because she is special. Like, she has to go out and do things, and if she makes the right choices and kills the right dinosaurs and doesn't get crushed into paste, she then has some opportunities. And, you know, fair enough. Like, that's a narrative I'm willing to play ball with. Yeah, and that's a great point. Um, she like I would compare it to everyone's least favorite chosen one narrative, which is Harry Potter, where Harry does suffer a lot of adversity with the Dursleys, but once he gets inaugurated to be a wizard, <laughs> what, <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're totally taking this part, and it is going to be our promo, man. You talking about the Dursleys? <laughs> what is so funny about that? I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> Oh, I just like that. Harry Potter is the third rail of left Twitter. And I just love that you're just rolling into uh, it for analysis. Oh, I mean, I, I with apologies to some of our listeners. I, I, I imagine we have some listeners who like Harry Potter. I apologize. But I feel like if you're an adult who likes Harry Potter and you are at all like, you know, emotionally mature, you have some understanding that you're going to you've heard these critiques. You're going to hear these critiques. So forgive me. But like, yeah. Harry does suffer when he lives with the Dursleys, but when he gets inaugurated into being a wizard, he's the boy who lived. He has a tremendous amount of money that's been left to him. Um, we all know this about Harry, right? Like he gets treated as everyone treats Harry like he's special. A lot of the antagonism he experiences, like from Snape or Draco Malfoy, is precisely because he is special and he's treated as, as if he is special. So there's like a perfect unity between like what he is and what he's treated as being. And Horizon Zero Dawn posits like this pretty sharp break between what, what Aloy is literally cannot be explained to most people in her life, um, to almost anyone really. And so there well, is they, no, yeah. Well, they, they don't, they don't have the background to form the concept. Right. Because to them, it's all this shamanistic, like they have all these legends about, uh, the end of our world, um, which reflect a certain kind of truth in the way that myths or legends might, but are like, they don't, the science is completely beyond them. And so they, they look at like, they don't even know that these AIs exist. They just talk about that. They sort of view them as, as gods, without even really communicating with them in most cases. Although in the, in frozen wilds that there is some communication that goes on, but yeah. And like, it's all it, it, anyway. So like Eli sort of becomes, Eli gains like this holistic understanding of what has happened and what's all around her. And no one else can even access it. Whereas, like, literally Harry Potter steps into a ready-made universe in which he occupies this tremendously special position already. Uh, and that is... Look, I'm not saying you can't do a good story like that. I'm not saying you can't do a good story where someone falls into being a kind of deity within a culture that's they, there's a role that's ready-made for them that they fill. I'm sure that I'm not doing justice to some good... There's some good versions of that that I'm sure I'm, I'm forgetting right now, but... I love I, something about, I think that it suits my particular temperament and my view of like, um, I don't know. I, perhaps it's just that I'm a huge douche that I really like the idea of not even be able to, to, to uh, explain to everyone else around you what's going on. There's something, there's something deeply appealing about that to me. <laughs> no, it's uh, Rashomon. I, th I think it's, it's the, the fact that the background changes the reality is a fundamentally interesting thing. I think you're really onto something. Man, you love Rashomon, I, but uh, this is, this is right. This is a good, this is a good place to use it. Um, yeah. 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 Oh, I, quick, quick follow-up question. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
So would you consider yourself like Ravenclaw or Slytherin? Like, where do you classify yourself? (laughs) Oh, I can't believe I'm going to fall into this trap. You're going to hate my answer because it's the dorkiest possible answer, but I honestly think I'm Slytherin. Fair enough. What do you think you are, Pete? Uh... But, well, I mean, I have a Slytherin shirt that my, my nieces gave me, but honestly, I'm probably a Hufflepuff. I was going to say, you're, <laughs> no offense, you're not a Slytherin. Um, you're, you're definitely Hufflepuff, and I, I say that with, with the utmost love, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. What you just heard is a preview of our latest exclusive episode. To hear the rest and to access our entire catalog of exclusive content, as well as our patrons-only Discord chat, become a patron at patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. That's where you can support our work and make sure you get access to everything we do. Patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. Thanks.